Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Tuesday. The Packers have a short week, but they still gave the players off. No availability either with the players or the coaches today. They'll be back in the swing of things tomorrow. We'll only get two days of availability and practice updates on Wednesday and Thursday of this week. Going to be uh, going to be a good time watching the Packers travel out to San Francisco to take on the 49ers on Saturday night. This team playing their best ball at the exact right time, the best time. It's the playoffs, and the Packers are peaking. So many years you sit here and watch across the league. The NFL season plays out, and you really hope when your team has a couple of good games, such as the Packers did against the Lions and Chiefs a couple months ago, you think, oh, okay, they're figuring it out. And then you have that dip against the Giants and against the Buccaneers and even in the second half against the Panthers. And you think, oh, gosh, that's who they were the whole time. They just caught lightning in a bottle for those few weeks. But I tell you what, this team has been hot. I mean, you cannot deny it. Over the course of the last three or four games, they are absolutely playing their best football at the best time. Whether it's Matt LaFleur and his offensive staff figuring out how to attack opposing defenses, how best to utilize their personnel against anything the defense might throw at them. Or on the flip side, yes, Joe Barry definitely deserves kudos for his work with the defense, doing yeoman's work, really, of limiting scoring opportunities for the opposition. Really good feels for when to send pressure, when to play off, when to play coverage. Just been really impressed all around. And yes, even special teams. I know Rich Bisacci has caught hell for his rankings in the uh, Rick Gosselin annual rankings where he dropped a, a number of you know spots there. But you look at that game just this past Sunday with the three punts downed inside the 10. That's you know not just down to the punter. Those are the coverage units as well. Doing great work there. That's complimentary football. Giving those offenses long fields to work. Yeah, the Carlson missed extra point. It's problematic. You hate to see it. But overall, that unit's playing well. The other two units are playing well. As a whole, this team is playing well. And as John Kuhn said on Packers Playbook this week, which just dropped about an hour ago here on the YouTube channel, if you haven't checked it out, highly recommend you do so. But as John says at the end of that video, this team can beat anybody in the league, and that includes the 49ers. I am so jacked for this game on Saturday night, and it's only Tuesday. What am I supposed to do between now and Saturday night? Um, I know what I, one thing I will do be doing is co-hosting Packer Transplants on Thursday. That's right. Mark your calendars. Thursday, Banky and I will be talking about this beatdown of the Cowboys and looking ahead to the game with the 49ers on Thursday afternoon. Hello to everybody in the comment section. So good to see everybody. Dennis is here, of course. Dennis is here. What's up, Dennis? Brandy, good to see you. Stu, what's up? And Jeezy Baby, what's up? 10-point underdogs? I don't think that's out of bounds, given how good the 49ers have been this year. And yes, the Packers have been playing well, as I just talked about. But, you know, given the totality of the season and where these teams are, especially with the 49ers coming off of two weeks rest, essentially, for their frontline guys, given that they sat a lot of them for that Week 18 game against the Rams, I don't think 10 points is disrespectful. I think it's uh, pretty reflective of how good the 49ers are. Nothing wrong with that. I got no issues with it. Can't wait for the Packers to win. But uh, yeah, 10-point underdogs feels about right. Mimsy, what's up, man? 
Jordan stands out among remaining NFC quarterbacks. Let's fucking go. I don't disagree. I mean, the his counterpart in this game, Brock Purdy, has certainly put together an excellent season. But I'll tell you what, I'd definitely take Jordan Love over him. I don't think there's any question about that. Joe, what's up, man? Last week, we finally got to see what Packers offense would be like with Jones and all their receivers healthy at the same time. It was beautiful. It was. I'd still like to see A.J. Dillon back in the mix. Hope he's able to contribute in this game, especially as it's looking like it's going to be a you know, pretty wet, muddy affair with rain for what five days in the San Francisco area, uh, including on Saturday night. Uh, I'd like to get A.J. back. It'd be nice. But yes, 100%. And I'll tell you what, it was amazing to watch the effect that Christian Watson had on the Cowboys defense and not really didn't even get targeted that much. He had the one catch for nine yards, but there are a number of times where you can tell Dan Quinn was not going to let Christian Watson beat them. He drew coverage uh, more than one or two times with some of his deeper routes. Uh, no doubt the scars from last year's game in Lambeau lingered deep, <laughs> and Dan Quinn was determined not to allow that to happen again. And lo and behold, as you're indicating here, the full complement of receivers made him pay. Because we've talked about it a lot here on Daily. With as much talent as they roll out there at the receiver position, you're a defensive coordinator. You are in a bind. Who do you key on? And the fact that the Packers put up 41 points offensively without a major contribution from either Christian Watson or Jaden Reed in the stat book, come on. That's scary if you're an opponent of the Green Bay Packers going forward these next couple of years. Uh, Jeezy baby. Thanks for the super chat, man. Quay Walker played so well last game. He is a stud. He did play well. And I think that's kind of been, I'm not going to say forgotten or kind of lost or what have you, but certainly hasn't been a headline. Right. And I do agree. I think he played very well. Sideline to sideline, uh, filling gaps on, in the run game. A nice job getting after the quarterback as well. When asked to did a really, I thought really nice job dropping into coverage, especially in the center of the field. He did affect a few throws. I came real close to making a few pass breakups. But overall, I thought he, he had a really solid game. And uh, Really one of those games that's not going to show up big time in the stat sheet, but certainly pops off the tape. She said, Joey, thanks for the Super Chat. Quick shout out to the Packers social. What a squad. They've come a long way, haven't they? Since being ranked. 32nd and I know behind the scenes there was a bit of a change in uh, leadership who they're answering to and I think that's made a pretty significant difference and yes they have certainly stepped up their, stepped up their game in 2023 into 2024 no doubt Justin Curry thanks for the super chat Reed Watson Dobbs only choose two why I don't have to and neither do the Packers why would you ever make yourself do that man I played Madden and I feed them all Let's go. Pack Daddy, what's going on, man? Time to exercise some 49ers playoff loss demons. I mean, let's hope so. It's a tough team. I don't want to sit here and pretend like it's not going to be a knockdown, drag out, tough-ass fight, because it is most certainly going to be that. You know, this team has earned the number one seed for a reason. And they have, I, I underline and italicize the word earned. They have beat up some teams. Now, Yes, they have demonstrated they can be beat, most recently by the Ravens, but the Ravens are the best team in the AFC. And uh, the Packers, as well as they're playing, certainly have their deficiencies along their roster. And 
yeah, it's going to be a tough challenge. But I'm excited for it. No question about it. Adam, what's up? Is the same type of scheme that we use to stop Dallas's rush going to work against the Niners, or are they a whole different beast? Ooh, they are a very different beast. Um, and in both the the rush, the running game and the passing game, so much works from the running game though in Kyle Shanahan's system. Um, and I know a lot of people will say, well, the Packers run the Shanahan type system, and that is somewhat true. The a lot of the core principles are based uh, on what Shanahan has done throughout the years, but. Kyle does an amazing job in the run game of setting things up and playing off of that in the passing game. He also does a great job mixing lots of different styles of runs, whether it's zone, counter, power, angle blocks, zone blocks, doesn't matter. He gives you a lot to think about as a defensive player, and he really tends to stay one step ahead of whoever he's facing. Uh, we've certainly seen that here in the recent past with the Packers. Don't have to remind Packers fans of his uh, taking advantage of Mike Pettin in the NFC Championship game. The, the man just thinks on a different level when it comes to offensive football, especially in the modern age. Um, love Mike McCarthy. Love everything he's done for the Packers as far as bringing home a championship. And I think he's been very successful in Dallas. But you saw a offense that was very rooted in a somewhat older way of thinking when it comes to offensive football in the NFL. Lots of isolation routes, lots of deep developing routes. Certainly they they tried a few different things and they were certainly moving the ball towards the end of the game, but you know, it's not like those systems are real comparable. They are night and day. No doubt about that. The good thing is is, you know, Matt does have a good handle on what those things are that Kyle likes to do and tries to do to take advantage of a defense. And Matt has been a bit more involved on the defensive side of the ball since the catastrophe against the Buccaneers. So hopefully he can give Joe a few things to, you know, try to counter what they will undoubtedly expect from Kyle and company. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what else we got here, folks? John Simatovich, what's up? Oh, wait, no, I got a few more here. Sorry about John Simatovich. Thanks so much. You said you thought J-Lo would look like Hertz in his rookie year. Safe to say he's outplayed Hertz this year. I'm still insufferable. Yeah, no doubt. I think there's a lot that goes into that, right? I think as far as him looking better than Hertz, you know, Hertz struggled at times his first year as a starter. And I think we've seen Jordan Love definitely struggle early in his tenure here, that kind of stretch there where they're losing and unable to score points and certainly struggles there, right? Now you look down the stretch and, yeah, Jordan Love's playing as well, if not better, than any quarterback in the league. While Jalen Hurts, you all probably watched last night, he's not getting a whole lot of help either on the field or on the sideline. And that is a big component as far as fit, what's around you, who your coaches are, what's the scheme you're being asked to run, who are your teammates, are you all on the same page, do you see the game the same way? All of this plays into helping your quarterback succeed. And Matt LaFleur, whatever people want to throw at him, he has done a great job, and I underline great job, giving him, giving his quarterback answers, supporting his quarterback, not only with his game plan, not only with his play calling, but all of the things that are available at the line of scrimmage for him to take advantage of and try to utilize to counter what he sees pre-snap to get them into the right protections, to get answers when he has a free blitzer and a guy in his face. He knows where he needs to go with the ball. I didn't see any of that with Hurts last night. And I think, you know, you look at the Eagles last year compared to this year, the the drain from the coordinators absolutely had a trickle-down effect. And that's why when people start talking about wanting to fire people willy-nilly, it's a delicate balance. And sometimes, you know, firing people or demoting people as the Eagles did, it's not always the answer. I think if you want to compare where the Packers were earlier this season, where the Eagles were earlier this season, and how they went about trying to fix what they had as perceived issues, I think Matt did a better job. And what did Matt do? He was patient and stayed the course and had faith with people. Not always the best way. I'm not saying it's always going to work. But if anyone has the kind of finger on the pulse of his program, it's Matt LaFleur. And I think he's done his best coaching job this year, and that has manifested itself in the play of Jordan Love. No question about it. Brian, what's up, man? Will the Packers be able to exercise their 49er playoff demons? Yes, they will be able to. Will they? Stay tuned. John, thanks again. Richard Sherman's still up in his feelings, I see. I don't know. I I gave him a little teasing uh, tweet the other day, but I also saw he was on a video somewhere from I don't know if it was DraftKings podcast or something where you know he was said he was all on board. He said you know I was wrong and the Packers are good. So maybe he's da- backtracking on that. Dag, what's up? Thanks for being a Carry the G Club member. I'm just here to tell you Pack is back. Uh love it. Absolutely love that soundbite. Jeezy baby again. What's up? If we win Saturday, I will give up beer for a week. Only a week? That's all it's worth to you? Doesn't feel like you want it, man. 
I don't know, a week, just a week. What, until the next game? Come on, man. She said, Joey, Cowboys were the appetizers, now the main dish. Ooh, I like it. Adrian Wright, thanks for the super chat. How do you think the Packers will approach extending our young receivers? I think they will be patient. I mean, we got, what, three years till they can even talk to the guys who are in this rookie class. As far as Watson and Dobbs go, I think obviously next year is a major year as far as their ascension or stagnation or what their game is going to look like and how they fit into the rotation, things of that nature. Can Watson stay on the field? That's all going to be very important. But man, people rise and fall way too quickly from year to year in this league for me to sit here and say, you know, oh, they're definitely going to extend that guy or this guy's certainly not going to be extended or et cetera, right? I think they will be patient. They will hope that they all come along, obviously. But sometimes, you know, it kind of somewhat takes care of itself. Drop off and play, injury, what have you. Long way to go. Whole long way to go. You know what Brian will say. He'll want to keep everybody, and I don't doubt that's the case. But if someone jumps up and becomes like this indispensable lead dog, maybe a Jaden Reed or even Dontavian Wicks, then maybe they get preferential treatment when it comes time to sign those extensions. But there is such a long way to go. A lot of ball game left in that regard. Peter Lore, thanks for the super sticker. Appreciate it, man. Flambo123. Thanks, man. Don't worry, Nags. We got this power of friendship good vibes rings is going to hit different this year. <laughs> I like it. I absolutely like it. Colin, what's going on? Sunday morning, the headline will be a love supreme. Ooh, God, what a track. Love supreme. Love supreme. That's good shit right there. Juan Garcia. Thank you, man. When contending for a championship, there was a feel 12 would crumble against Tampa Bay and the 49ers in Lambeau. I don't sense that with love. Yeah, he's kind of unshakable, right? And I hear what you're talking about when it comes to Rodgers. There was certainly that feeling of, oh gosh, he's got that second-guessing thing, especially early on in games. It just felt like there was a oh, brittleness to everything, not just Rodgers, but the entire team, right? Whereas I don't get that sense at all with this squad, or especially with Jordan Love. Calm, cool, collected. Can't rattle the kid. That's for damn sure. I mean, we'll see. The 49ers are a different animal. They're a different beast. But yeah, I haven't seen him crack yet, no matter what's going on around him. So I think that should serve him well in what will undoubtedly be a pressure-filled you know, Levi's Stadium Saturday night, eyes of the country on him. So the next step, and I think he's ready to take it, no doubt. Craig. Thanks for the super chat, man. Nags, you owe me an apology. An apology! A few days ago, I asked you how many points the pack would beat the Cowboys by. I suggested by 20 points. You laughed it off. I was very close, sir. Apology? Sir, why would I apologize? We're all sitting here just dreaming. I don't apologize for dreams, and I don't apologize for laughing, and I don't apologize. You said 20. I laughed. Life moves on. Now, if I insulted you, if I called you a ridiculously offensive name, that I would apologize for. But talking ball, apologize? That's like playoffs? Apologize? Craig, you're going to have to get some thicker skin, man, if you're going to be talking ball here at Packers Daily. Roberto, what's going on, man? Zach Tom extension this offseason coming? Good chance. Good chance. I mean, he's going into his third year. 
He's not a first rounder, so they don't have to wait. I think there's a decent chance. Decent chance. We'll see. I, I think there's a lot of things they have to kind of tick off the list, right? Uh, I think he's certainly on it, but uh, A number one, you got Aaron Jones, you got David Bakhtiari, you got a couple other questions you got to answer first to see what kind of shape you're playing with when it comes to your salary cap. Ed, what's up? Turned a Packer fan onto Cheesehead TV today, which means a Packer angel received their wings and a case of carry the G. Ed, promotion in motion, baby. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Jason Anderson, thanks so much. In my opinion, this game is the NFC Championship game. I've seen this a couple of times. I know Mark Tauscher was talking about this the other day. I mean, I hear it. I feel it. It's like probably the most exciting, probably the most kind of, probably going to be the most watched. I don't know, man. Detroit's pretty fucking good. I know we beat the hell out of them there on Thanksgiving, but it ain't like they're nothing, you know? And I think that game between Detroit and Tampa is going to be a hell of a game. And that Tampa defense, that is no joke. I mean, you watched how they, they blitzed the hell out of Hurts last night, and I don't think Jared Goff is going to get a reprieve. So I think whoever comes out of that fire is going to be uh, more than deserving of the NFC Championship mantle. I feel you, though. I mean, it's a big one. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Peter, what's up? Where are the 49ers' weaknesses? They are uh, they are few. Funnily enough, uh, they have a very poor special teams unit. So if you can take advantage somehow there, you can maybe make some hay. Outside of that, it's tough to find them. They do have a bit of an issue when it comes to their depth at corner. Like if you can spread it out, get their third, fourth corner on the field, maybe you can take advantage of them there. But that requires you to then probably take away a tight end or two, and then you're asking your five to block their four, which is really, really difficult when you're talking about Bosa and company. So uh, there are some, a few kind of cracks in the veneer there, but they are minimal, no doubt about it. Which is, you know, kind of akin to what Matt Burroughs with uh, The Athletic made the analogy this morning that the 49ers are the Death Star, you know, which was perfect to me because, yes, they are this impressive force, but they do have small vulnerabilities that the Packers could take advantage of, which, of course, made me think, well, clearly Jordan Love is Luke Skywalker piloting his X-Wing down the trench, ready to blow that shit to kingdom come. Let's go. I'm all in. Um, what else we got here? Adam, what's going on, man? When is the We Still Own You Dallas Edition merch coming out? <laughs> Adam, I think the Own You stuff is very singularly Aaron Rodgers driven, so we'll probably leave that alone. Ryan, what's going on, man? Matt LaFleur said the team has a different energy this year, and it's more fun to come to work. Did you interpret that as a shot at Rodgers? I know Rodgers kind of reigns over everybody's proceedings in their heads. I didn't really. I think it's a, more of a, you know, statement of fact about the team in general. I mean, the roster itself changed dramatically. And I understand the trade of Rodgers facilitated a lot of that. But yeah, no, I didn't really take it as a shot. I thought it was more of a statement of fact. I mean, you could sense it in training camp. I can't tell you how many times because it was multiple times. Someone talked to me on the sideline, whether with the team or covering the team, and said, there's just such a different vibe, you know? And that's obviously a product of turning the page from one franchise quarterback 
to what you would hope, what you were hoping was another one. But the team just the whole vibe around the team has been different from the summer on, you know. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't take it as a shot. I just thought it was kind of a matter of fact. That's just me. Maybe I'm being naive, but that's how I took it. Professor Flex, what's up? I'm starting to dream believe, and it scares me. Don't be scared of your dreams, Professor Flex. Follow your dreams. Follow them into the depths of heaven or hell. Whatever the case, we'll find out Saturday night. Doug Hype TV with a super sticker. Now I know I'm living right. Thanks, Doug. Josh Sims, thanks for the super chat, man. It has been said that quarterback is the hardest position in sports. Can you describe how special it is what Jordan is doing at this stage in his career? I wish I could. I try each and every day. It's kind of impossible to encapsulate in a few words, but it's absolutely incredible given that he was playing the way we all saw earlier this season and the way not only he, but his coach and his teammates have all grown cohesively together. I've never seen it this quickly. I've seen guys improve. I've seen quarterbacks go from you know, good, a bad game to a good game to ups and downs, long stretches of frustration to, oh, he had a good game and maybe there's something there. I've never seen this ever. And it's kind of across the board on offense, especially. You're talking about, I mentioned it a few times, Tucker Craft. He's a completely different player than he was at the beginning of the year in the best possible way. I've seen guys improve. I'll never forget Brandon Jackson's first summer in Green Bay being completely overwhelmed when it came to pass protection. I mean, he, it was hard to watch. He was not good at it at all. He became the best pass protector at running back I have ever seen in my life. But that didn't happen that season. It happened over time, over a season or two. Like, this whole team has done that kind of Brandon Jackson jump in one year during the season. It's insane. And that's why I keep trying to give some shine to the coaching staff because, man, they were under so much heat earlier this year. People ready to throw everybody out of the building, throw everybody under the bus. Well, can we now turn around and give them some props? The improvement? On offense, it's unheard of. At quarterback, as you say, the most difficult position to play in professional sports. Jordan Love is playing at the highest level his first year as a starter. What? No, that doesn't happen. That does not happen. And it's insanely impressive. Jim, what's up? I've changed my mind about Sav. Can we keep him? <laughs> One pick six, and now you love him. No, I'm kidding. I will say the, the defense does look different when he's out there. I think we've talked many times about how much better his game is when he's closer to the line of scrimmage, right? That said, they've utilized him kind of all over the map, and he's played well, and they are a better defense when he's out there. There is zero doubt about that. Now, has he earned himself a new contract? I don't know. Only Brian can answer that one, but he, he has noticeably upped his game and not just because of the pick six. Like that's been the case the last couple of weeks where the defense, when he came back from injury, defense noticeably got better. Green Ranger. What's up? Nags. I took my wife to the game on Sunday. Safe to say she isn't a Panthers fan anymore. There you go. There you go. Green Ranger. That's what I'm talking about. Well done. Carry the G brother. Portmaster. What's going on? 
The rest of the decade will be dominated by San Francisco and Green Bay. Organizations are run are too well run. Might as well punch them in the mouth now and let them know this team is ready. I like where your head's at, man. I would include the Lions in this mix. They're built on a pretty damn good foundation. I know Packers fans are like, oh, we killed them on Thanksgiving, but they're a good team. They, they, uh, they are a solid, solid team, and I think this program that they have right now with Campbell and company is is pretty damn good. Now, I don't know. I'm not ready to say they're like going to be winners now for the next 10 years or anything like that, but uh, I think they've, uh, they've shown they got something there. No doubt about it. Brody, what's going on? Will Love reset the market and most likely cap cut? Reset the market. It's possible. I think they're going to hand them a boatload of money this summer. Now, as far as like the cap and what they have to do, not only for his contract, but the ripples through the roster and what they have to do to manipulate whoever else's contracts, I have no idea. Got to talk to Russ Ball about that one. But um, here's hoping they're able to depress the cap numbers early on in this contract. You know, they're still dealing with fallout from kicking the can during the Rodgers years uh, through next year. You know, 2025 is the first year where they get some real relief cap-wise, just in time to pay all these young guys. So, But yes, I think I've said it earlier this season. I'll continue to say it throughout the spring until they sign them to a deal. Uh, I think that's probably going to be Packers fans who have some sticker shock. But, you know, the price is only going to go up. You want to get out, maybe not ahead of the market, but you want to kind of get him in the fold, so to speak, so you can build around him for these next five, six years. No doubt about it. Um, Juan Garcia, what's up? I still think Love can win MVP, beat the Niners. Well, the MVP is a regular season award, so... We'll see. I mean, he had half and half of an amazing season and half of a eh, season, but so did Rodgers in 2016 during Run the Table, and he came in second behind Matt Ryan. So anything's possible. But yeah, I I, I would be surprised. Now next year, all bets are off. Drinks Watt, what a handle! Thanks for the super sticker. Appreciate you, Mimsy. What's going on? I was in college in 2011 on the Saturday night beatdown on Atlanta in the playoffs. A legendary for those kids this weekend if they pull it off. I mean, I'm sure everyone on this chat remembers exactly where they were when the Packers beat the Falcons. That was an amazing game. And that Cowboys game, I know people were talking about it on the chat during watch party, and I was kind of dismissive because I was like, it's a wild card game. It's great to beat them, but blah, blah, blah. But I understand the the draw, right? The thinking uh, that felt very similar, especially with the Savage pick six towards the end of the half. Yeah, I get that feeling, but yes, you beat the Niners in their place in the divisional round. That's going to be a game, no matter how it goes, every single Packers fan is going to remember exactly where they were when they were watching it. I guarantee you that. Andrew Ware, what's up? Just like Beggars Canyon back home, Nags. <laughs> see, that's Andrew. I know. See, now you, you're an OG. That's, that's an old school, awesome reference. You know, that I'll bet most of the kids that grew up with the prequels probably – you know, that's not one of the lines they're going to reach for, but you're an OG. Just like Beggar's Canyon back home. T forever. What's up? Our kicker Carlson might miss the kick for game. Why do you want to put that out there in the universe? He also might make the winning kick. By the way, higher 
field goal percentage than Mason Crosby his rookie year. I'm going to say that every damn time someone brings up missed kicks for Carlson because it's true. He does. Did he miss an extra point against the Cowboys? You bet he did. Did he make all of the other ones? Let's see how many touchdowns do they have. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six touchdowns. He missed one. That means he made five. Get out of here. Get out of here with your negativity. I don't need it, man. I don't need it. Lines it up. 53-yarder to win the game and go to the NFC Championship game. Carlson drills it. I'm manifesting it. Get out of here with your negativity. Drank Swat, what's up? Running backs and tight ends have been helping with blocking team. Very, very much so, especially against Parsons in this game down in Dallas. I mean, you talk about the offensive line. They had a very good day, but it is an operation. It does require not just the offensive line, but as you're saying, Tight ends, running backs, everybody working in concert. There were more than a handful of plays where not just Parsons, but other Cowboys defenders were able to break through the line only to find a running back waiting for them. And whether that was, you know, clearly Aaron Jones, but Patrick Taylor at times, that's what you want. That's what you need to give your quarterback the time to find those dudes down the field, which Love certainly did early and often. Vex with the super chat of the day. Jerry Rice freaking fumbled. Sir, you are not incorrect. I think I've told this story before, but I'll tell it again. One of the very first shirts we tried to make here at Cheesehead TV when we opened up our store was simply a green shirt with yellow lettering that says Jerry Rice fumbled. And we got it shut down because of Jerry Rice. Apparently he owns that phrase, so you can't monetize it. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to figure out a way around it. I guarantee you that because he did fucking fumble and he knows it. Chuck, what's going on, man? Hey, Aaron, just wanted to say thank you for being there when our internet cut out and we couldn't watch the game. You guys are the best. Chuck, how did you watch us if your internet was out? That's amazing, though. I'm, I'm here for you, brother. That's what we do. That's why we do Cheesehead TV. It's like, you know, you know, imagine the cantina in the original Star Wars movie was a sports bar. That's kind of what Cheesehead TV is. We've got alien life forms from all over the galaxy all coming together to enjoy a game and just hang out and be friends. So we're here for you. We're here for you, man. Ed, thanks again. Had to give props to that A Love Supreme chat. Way cool call. I mean, that. Uh, I mean, can't go wrong with Coltrane, right? Come on now. Doug Hype, thanks again. Upon further review, am I going full magic haircut? You better. If you don't, I'm going to be very upset. CBFJ, how you doing, man? Pay love. Let's try to have a normal relationship with the franchise quarterback. <laughs> okay, well, that's somewhat on the fans, too. We can't treat this kid like a god. He's just a man. He's just a dude living his life who throws the football. Do not treat him like a deity. Saw what happened with the last two. Let's not go down that road. Yes, the Packers would be nice to have a good relationship, but fandoms too. But when you feed into that, that's all I'm saying. Ryan, what's going on? Love and the Packers are in the playoffs while Rodgers is busy feuding with Jimmy Kimmel. Go Pack Go. I mean, facts only. I, I take no stance on said feud, but I'm just saying. Facts only. Jim K, thanks to the super sticker. I really appreciate the support, man. Thank you. Mace, 
How you doing, man? Love equals dynasty in Lambo. Period. Go pack go. Well, that's the next step, right? Like, no matter what happens this year, like, and I'm excited. Yes, we're gonna beat the 49ers, go to the MC champion. We're gonna go to the Super Bowl, probably win it. I mean, that's happening, right? Even then, can you feel it next season when there's playoff games in Lambo? Yes, yes. That's I mean, think about it. Hopefully, we'll get like more than a couple, maybe the next couple years. Oh, baby, come on, cooking with gas. Portmaster, thanks again. I'm hard on Anders, but if we consistently score six touchdowns, he's going to get a heck of a lot of practice. <laughs> I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Just repeating and and practicing and getting on the grass and making it happen. Alec, thanks for the super chat. In the 95 season, did you think they had a chance to beat the 49ers in the divisional? Because I'm feeling that kind of upset this Saturday night. That is an awesome pull. I mean, I'll never forget when they went to Candlestick. And yes, no one thought they were going to win. And Desmond Howard started like busting returns. And Favre was throwing touchdowns. And then you started to have that belief. I mean, let's see what happens on Saturday night. Apparently, like I said, going to be a little rainy, a little muddy. Let's go, man. Let's do it. Let's go in there and shock the world. I'm all about this life. All right, buddy. I, I got to get going. I can't thank you guys enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Patreon members, carry the G Club members here on YouTube. Don't forget, happy hour starts at the top of the hour, 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 Central. I'll see you all there. The information is on your respective pages. The rest of you, please do hit like on this video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.